listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee, right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, um, welcome to the show. Um, this is going to be a very different Razor Riffs. Um, Alan won't be here. I feel like, uh, I feel like this is just one I had to do by myself. Um, I'd like to say that this is an original idea, and it was, but, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, my friend, uh, Bob Saget, uh, released a, um, podcast to talk about this uh, I don't know when we'll get this up I I'm sending it to RJ after um, to record uh, but Bob Saget did a podcast about uh, what just happened and uh, Norm McDonald died and um, Norm was my friend and he was somebody who I loved. Um, I loved him like uh, like a dad, comedy dad. And I'm not. I don't really have a. Let me just get my phone because I want to play something uh, that I think is important. But I don't really have a um, a plan on this one. I. I've been very um, emotional, very, very hurt, and I've just spent the past, Norm died on Tuesday, and it, it's Friday, it's Thursday night, and I've just been, I've been devastated, I've been crying, I've, you know, I've talked to comedians that knew him and were close with him that are also close with me like uh, Bob Saget who like it or not he just got promoted to being my comedy uncle and uh, Jay Moore and um, you know that this this whole thing hit me uh, really bad by surprise um, that's not true. It, it hit me bad by surprise, but I, I guess I knew it was coming. Um, I have a million Norm stories and, uh, you know, I, I feel for fans of the show who've obviously listened to the interview with him, uh, but if you haven't, and you're a new listener of me, and um, that's great. I'll I'll take it. Um, but if you want to look it up, uh, I interviewed Norm on Razor Riffs on season two, episode nine. The air date was January nineteenth, two thousand sixteen. And uh, so you can listen to that interview. And. Um, we got that interview because 
Andy Dick was supposed to be the guest the night before, and he canceled. And I called Norm, and I said, Norm, um, Andy Dick canceled on me, and I know you don't... I know you're very selective on interviews. And I was wondering if you could uh, do it for me. And he said, I could do a phone interview for you. And... Um, I was friends with Norm for 10 years before I even asked him for an interview. Uh, a little Norm fact is um, if you asked him for an interview, he would never say no. Um, he would always do it. Uh, if you asked like his management team, they might have said no. But if you asked Norm uh, in person, and you knew Norm, he would always do it. And he would always help uh, comics out or anyone out. Um, there's a guy that Norm loved who wrote for the Washington Post. His name was Edgar. I don't remember his last name, but he wrote some amazing articles about Norm. And uh, Norm was always glad to do those. Um, so I... I think the difference between this podcast tribute and compared to Bob's, um, I think I'm just going to play a, a few things and just read my personal statement. It just help me get off my chest. Just a couple of my thoughts. Um, Bob's was about 45 minutes. I'm hoping to keep this to 15 max. Uh, it's very hard for me to talk about. Um, you know, Norm was not only one of my best friends I've ever had, but he was like my dad. He was like my comedy dad. When I first started stand-up, I wanted to be like him. And I stalked him, I saw him live a hundred times before I even became his friend. And, um... Uh, he taught me everything I, I knew and know about comedy. And, um, you know, as the years go by, uh, I've been... People say that sometimes I sound like Norm when I'm on stage, and sometimes I just sound like him. And I think that when you go... When you know somebody for that long, and you hang out with them, and you tour with them, I think you get... You pick up their mannerisms, um their characteristics because a part of them is going on you and I think that that's not a bad thing I think that's a beautiful thing um so what I want to do is uh I want to read the statement that I posted on Facebook now if you're my friend on Facebook you've probably already read it and I'm not doing it to get likes or anything I'm just doing it because I feel um there's people who need to know what a great person Norm was um that maybe don't know who I am and that's fine but I feel I feel like once they uh, get a perspective of my love and my friendship from him, they'll, they'll get a more understanding for it. 
Um, so how I started this was because um, there was a lot of RAIPs and tributes, and I didn't. I was I was so blank on how to respond, and I I took my time, and um, it, it really really did did uh, did hurt. Um, after I read this statement, I'm going to play a voicemail Norm left me. His last voicemail he left me that I, I, I didn't delete. Usually I, I deleted, I delete my voicemails. Um, I never delete my texts, but I always delete my voicemails and I didn't delete this one. And he sent this voicemail to me in March and then I'll play another one that I didn't delete. And he sent that one in June. Um, I feel that I need to play these voicemails just so people can get an understanding of it, our relationship. And then I want to play the cameo I got him for Father's Day. And then I, I think I'll just wrap it up. And, um, you know, like I said, I hope to keep this between 15, 20 minutes, short and sweet. Um, this isn't to get subscriptions or anything. This is just me venting. And if you listen to the podcast, I understand, you know, it, it's not the same type of deal. But it's important to me. So if you listen all the way through, I thank you. I appreciate that. And I know Norm appreciates it too, knowing what I have to say. And for you to listen, it's just great. So um, this is my statement that I posted on Facebook. And this is coming from me, his friend of 14 years, his opener for six. I was one of the very few people who knew about the cancer. I have known for a while. Um, that's what probably makes this so hard. And the funny thing is Norm had a 15 minute cancer joke. I always question if he knew he had it when he wrote the joke. And I had to live with a secret I couldn't tell. I don't want to talk about how sad and devastated I am. The truth is I am completely lost and heartbroken. This man was my comedy dad. Uh, we did shows together, we wrote together, and hung out together. He mentored me and trained me, and I owe him everything I, I owe him everything. Everything I am and everything I have, I owe to him. Um, I found out Norm did have cancer uh, around April. March or April and when I found out he told me he told me in his joking ways that I, he FaceTimed me I was like Norm are you in the hospital he's like yeah man I'm a uh, I'm trying to beat this cancer <laughs> it's a terrible impression I'm usually rock on on impressions with him I was like and I was like you have cancer he's like yeah but it's gone away that's why I'm in the hospital man like he was very joking and joyful about it. And um, 
you know, he told me not to tell anyone because he said he he was he's fighting it. And um you know, I I talked to a very close friend of his after this whole happened and you know, he he told me that you know, Norm really felt he was going to beat it. And um you know, maybe Norm lied to me about the seriousness of it. Uh, to protect me, but uh, he—I was one of the selected few that knew about it, and um, that kind of does hurt a little because I never talked to him about it because I guess he made it seem like, uh, like I know cancer is a big deal and all, but I guess he made it seem like uh, it wasn't as big of a deal. Because he, he was beating it. Or he made me believe that that's what was going on. And um, it's kind of like Breaking Bad, I guess, you know, which was Norm's favorite TV show, too. And, uh, you know, they're, they're Walter B. Cancer. And I guess I thought that that's like Norm was on that path. And I guess like that's how he made it seem, at least. Anyways, back to my statement. Uh, Norm had lots of openers, from Stevie Ray Fromstein to Sean O'Connor to Jeremy McKernan to Barry Sobel to Fred Stoller. I was there for them all. He never fired me or let me go. He trained me harder and pushed me to be funnier than him. Out of the hundreds of shows I did with him, I can probably think of twice that I outshined him. I remember both of those times. He said he could have easily done better than me, but he was tired of winning. Uh, Norm took comedy serious and has a sport. It was it was always about being funny no matter what, and he would play pranks and sometimes would go overboard. He always apologized if he knew you were hurt. Um, I have been called by many as the second Norm Macdonald, but there will never be a second. There will always be a one and only. Uh, his influence on my humor and my career will always be part of me, will always be there. And I always hated being compared like that. It made me feel unoriginal because I am so similar to my hero. I sound like him at times and have similar mannerisms. But Norm just laughed. He had a different nickname for me. He always called me Razorblade or K. And sometimes he called me Sean because me and Sean O'Connor looked very, very similar. But he always said I was a hidden gem in stand-up comedy and that he is uh, proud that he discovered me. And, um, I would call Norm on bad sets, good sets, and we would talk joke structure and respect towards comedians on bills. Uh, to my knowledge, he listened to every single Razor Riffs episode. And, uh, when I wrote him for, to, on his podcast, Norm McDonald Live, only two of my jokes made the show, but he said they were all funny. And, um... My favorite joke of his was called The Ostrich, and he, he promised he would do it on his next special for me. And, um, after, after the shows we would do, um, he would write ostrich on a, on a, on a paper and type it on the stool. And, uh, as he closed, he said, he would used to say, I have to tell a joke about an ostrich because, uh, Keith Ray's, uh, 
is making me and he's autistic. And um, it always got big laughs. Um, I apologize if, like, the crying... I'm going to try and just not do it, but if... I apologize. Um, it made me laugh. Uh, and it also made me cry. Norm and I would talk about ba basketball, football, books, and movies. He loved John Cusack, too, but he always said, I'm not as gay as you. Norm was the first big name to do my podcast. Uh, he helped me get a couple guests, like Bob Saget and, um, you know, TJ Miller. Uh, he helped me more than anyone ever. And he, he didn't make me feel like I was out of anyone's league. Um, he, you know, he told clubs to book me when they said no, and he put his name out there to help me. I remember the first day I met him at the Irvine Improv in 2007, in September, he gave me an autograph, which I still have. Uh, it says, to Keith, don't do crack. Um, he took a photo with me, and he told me uh, he had so much to teach me about comedy. Um, this can't be real, how the world's sweetest man is now gone. I feel for Dylan, who's his son. I feel bad for Lojo, his producing partner. I feel bad for everyone he has touched. He was the main reason why jokes exist, and he was the best friend a man can have. Um, it says I'm crying. I mean, I, I'm crying now, but when I wrote this, I was just bawling. Um... I'm crying because I lost someone who was like my fourth father. I had two dads, my pop, who was my grandfather, and Norm, and I have lost two of them. Uh, pop and Norm have both passed. Norm was the best comedian of all time, and he was dangerous and daring and confident, and he was funny. He did everything he could to make anyone laugh, and when they didn't, he continued to do it and made it seem like the person who wasn't laughing was the issue. I once saw Norm do four hours, and after the show, he said, I, f I feel bad for the 10 o'clock show. And I was like, why? And he was like, because they have to wait another four hours. And, um... <laughs> and, um... He was just so funny. The man was so loving. He was the closest uh, relationship I ever had. I lost one of my best friends, and people are asking me if I'll be okay. The answer is not right now, because the person who can make me laugh is gone. But I have to be okay, because he gave me so much, and he taught me so much, and he loved me. And he begged people to, that's all he wanted to do, was to make people happy and laugh. I am sad, because my friend is in a better place, and the comic god is now touring with the real god. And uh, you could bet he's funnier. I love you, Norm. And then I posted a, a photo of the first day we met, uh, September uh, 2007 at the Irvine Improv. So I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to um, play two messages from Norm. Uh... He left this message March 19, 2001. We were going to go to Jersey Mike's and, and get bacon uh, sandwiches. And uh, 
the message is funny and um it really uh it's just more to, so i could hear his voice and so fans could hear his voice one more time um it's not really anything so if uh, fans of his are expecting a, a, a funny thing i mean it's just a message a little 45 second message it's nothing but um it is his voice and uh when i listen to it it, it makes me miss him more so yeah here it is And um, uh, we didn't eventually go out to uh, Jersey Mike's. Um, just didn't happen. For some reason, I don't know why it never happened. And then this message he left me June 7th. Uh, this is the last message that I ever got on my voicemail. I texted him. I obviously can't share text messages, or, but you could always read stuff in Norm's voice, and, uh, I interviewed Rick Overton, and Norm asked me to send it to him, and, uh, so this one's only about 15 seconds, but. Hey, Keith, uh, what's going on? I never got the Rick Overton one. <laughs> Give you a call, okay? So, um, yeah. And then the last thing I do want to share is, um, I interviewed Mike Starr, uh, on Razor Riffs, and Norm told me he was a huge Mike Starr fan. So for Father's Day, I bought him a cameo from Mike Starr, and I wanted to play that for you because I feel when you here who's a god i mean mike star is just beautiful beautiful man but when you hear um his message i think you'll get a better understanding of my relationship with norm so uh, here's the cameo from mike star hey norm this is mike star i hate to use that word fan that they use la big fan but <laughs> Going back to way back, we met years ago. I don't know why I'm talking about myself so much, but I, I want to give a little preamble here. That's just the way I am. Um, and going back to Brad Isaacs. Uh, tell me, he's got to, you got to see Norm's sports show, among 
other things that you're just superb at. I want that sports show. I just love it so much. So reason I'm doing this cameo, my good friend, uh, soon to be a great friend, Keith Reza, uh, has asked me, and I'm very humbled and honored, and I put it off. I'm saying, what? how am I going to say this? Um, he, he has informed me and told me that you are just uh, a huge, uh, you're the father figure in comedy to him. So he wants to do a Father's Day message to you. Happy Comedy Dad Father's Day. So I'm humbled and honored that he's asked me, and hopefully this means something to you. One of these days we will work together or just see each other or just laugh together. Um, you've given so many of us laughs over the years and everything else, and you are one of a kind and so unique and super talented. And everyone tells me what a great person you are, what a great guy. And that, I mean, everyone, you know, I mean, everyone that knows you tells me that or knows about you. And Brad, if you remember, Brad was always telling me about you back in the day. And uh, I always look forward to ever hearing anything you do. My friend Gary says, oh, wait, wait, no McDonald's. You got to hear what no, no McDonald's said. And still one of the greatest sports shows ever, too, among other things, uh, with all the other great work you've done. So if uh, I've made any sense, I want to say to you from uh, Keith, who is just, he's a uh, super, super human and very interesting guy. And he's asked me very interesting questions and it's touched me. He and I will be hooking up soon. Um, and um, he wanted me to let you know, I think I made that, that, uh, that he said, tell him, <laughs> tell him that you... Then you make him laugh, meaning me. Uh, okay. Well, I've said that, and um, he's said so many kind things that you said about me, and uh, he just wants me to say that you're great, and you mean so much to him, Keith, and um, and a lot of people, as he has said. So I don't think I have anything funny to say. When that would be a lot of pressure anyway. Uh, I just uh, have a great image and a memory of you. <laughs> It was crazy. I think it a network thing that I was totally wrong for. and uh, But I was glad to meet you, and I met some cool people. Um, we all went there. We were all wrong for it. And it was quite a list, uh, the, the, uh, the two fellas with me. That was great. And um, I just remember your smile. That's it. And your aura and your spirit. And you're kind of so, boy, am I getting, well, yes, it happens, you know, to people like me. You know, we get like that, you know. Hopefully, now nah, it's always like this. So the other stuff is just make believe. So this is me saying happy, happy comedy dad Father's Day from Keith to you. Uh, I feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm leaving. And probably uh, my friend Captain Cranky, uh, Professor Rock, says to me, you know, sometimes when I tell these stories, it's like a long walk for a warm drink of water. So I hope there's some payoff. It did. Uh, it's coming from the heart and sincere so i can say that at least so i'm rambling and uh that's what i do i'm trying to think of anything else he just wanted me to say how much you mean to him and uh, all your kindnesses and your help as a mentor to him means a lot to him and uh he really re keith really respects you and looks up to you and means a lot and i join him i echo those words as norton used to say on honey on the honeymooners, you know, I'd kind of say, may, Ralph, may I echo those words? And I feel the same way about you. And 
you're really, uh, like I said, one of a kind, tremendous talent and uh, wonderful person from everything that I hear. And uh, Keith, I hope this is good enough because I said on the, that office episode, I said, if it's not right, you send it back. All right, so let me rub my eyes and it's what I look like without the glasses. Uh, yeah, thank you, Norm. And you are super. Keith, thank you for asking once again. Uh, okay, now I'm going to get all new age on you. But I was always like this, by the way. God bless all the super blessings to you. Norm, uh, keep on keeping on. And grateful and appreciate for everything you do, especially uh, what it means to Keith and myself now. And uh, keep on keeping on. All right. Continued great success to you, my friend. All the best. And once again, Keith, thanks for asking me. I'm, I hope I did okay. I'm, like I said, honored, and I am humbled, as Ralph said one time. Well, I keep doing these honeymooner references. I guess I'm showing my age a bit, huh? All right. All the best. God bless. Thank you. And happy comedy, Dad Father's Day from Keith. So that was what I got him for uh, Father's Day. Um... So Norm is a, was a very special person to me, and um, he meant a lot to me. He, he, I would say he's, you know, when you're a comedian, you have influences. Norm was definitely an influence. And to be able to work with him and be a friend to your hero, and, uh, you know, to be like a... A son figure to him is just, uh, it was just amazing and beautiful. And, um, you know, I got so many Norm stories and, um, you know, I, I know Norm wouldn't want me to quit comedy and he would want me to keep going. And, um, you know, a lot of people are saying that uh, he left his legacy for me. Um, you know, Norm mentored uh, other comedians too, you know. I, so, I mean, it's big shoes to fill. And, um, you know, I don't know if I'm the most talented one he's ever mentored or, look, you know, trained or... Um, or whatever, but we had a very father-son relationship in comedy, and, um, I don't know if I can, uh, I could do that, you know, all I know is I, I can, uh, try my best on every show, I may never be a huge name, you know, I may never be a star, and, um, I don't want to live with that pressure of, hey, did I let Norm down? I, I, I can honestly say that, you know, he, he loved my special, uh, he said he was going to send it to Netflix and then they would give me a special. I don't know if he did, but just saying what he said and he listened to my podcast and he, he, he believed in me and, um, regardless if I make it or not, I feel I've already made it because, the funniest person in the world, um, guided me. Uh, a lot of comics don't have that. 
Um, Norm told me the secret to comedy. And um, I can't share that secret. But he said when the time comes, pass it down to someone who deserves it. And the fact that he gave it to me just... Uh, it just meant a lot, you know? Um, oh, God. I apologize. I only want this to be 15 minutes. Um, but I hope you guys know that this guy was very special. And um, hopefully if you listen to this to the end, you could see what kind of friendship he, he, he really meant to me. Um, you know, people say of his bad rep because he made a Down Syndrome joke a couple years ago and he got in trouble for. Um, these people, they have to understand, uh, his opener, me, during that time, I, I have autism and, um, he never once made me feel uncomfortable and he, and he loved me and, um, he never judged me for having autism. He, he, he'd like maybe explain things in a certain way and he, you know, but he never, he treated me like his own son and he treated, he treated me good and he, you know, I loved him. You know, we, I'm not saying like the entire friendship was pretty. We had some moments, we had some arguments and, you know, but we always had a connection and uh, oh God, this is, this is terrible. All right. This is like the worst podcast ever. It's going to get so many uh, dislikes and I apologize. Um, I just want everyone listening to know that he was an angel and he was the most beautiful man, kind, spirit, and the funniest. And um, do yourself a favor and watch Dirty Work, watch Screwed, um, watch the Norm show, watch Norm's panel on Letterman and Conan and Jay Leno, watch his comedy specials. Read his book. And you'll see hints that he was giving us all. Um, he was just an amazing guy. And I'm going to try my best to make him proud. And um, like I said, regardless if I make it or not, I... I can sleep at night knowing every that I'm trying my best for not just him but for me and um I think that's what he would have wanted you know he just want wants me to make people laugh and right now I'm probably making people cry which is not what he wanted <laughs> but um thank you guys for listening and um
if you're close with anybody and you have a relationship with somebody that I had with Norm, uh, call them and tell me love them. Um, I could honestly, and I'll, I'll leave this on this one, on this, I could honestly say that Norm knew I loved him and I knew he loved me. And, um, I could go to bed at night knowing he's in a better place, making everyone in heaven smile. So, all right, guys. So thank you. I had to vent. And uh, I hope it touched you guys, too. Have a good night. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash Keith And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith If you enjoyed the show, please... Send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.